Hey, what's up? This is Jason from Death Therapy, and you're listening to the Campfire Conversationalist Podcast. Yeah. Here we go. This is uh, Dread Matt and John with the Campfire Conversation List podcast. I don't know why I came up with such a difficult name to say. I told you <laughs> in the first three episodes that it was a tongue twister, and you're like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> I, I stand corrected. Dude, how, yeah, many maybe if I just... how many times have I said that? And I'm just like campfire conversationalist you know for the one we did with jason wisdom i actually screwed it up and i caught it during editing and i was like what the heck did i just say i heard you too i think you said it backwards yeah i think so you said the conversationalist campfire yeah. Yeah. podcast yeah, yeah so i had to go back and edit it out oh nice <laughs> so if anyone nice. goes back and listens they can probably slightly hear it but <clears throat> I did a decent and then, job. And then Jason, we're like, uh, can you do this and on one take? He's like, hey, this is Jason yeah. with the Campfire yeah. Conversations podcast, not even stumbling over it. I know. And you and me can't even <laughs> say it. <laughs> we can't even say our own podcast. We're pitiful. We need to retire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's horrible, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. So I was thinking about it today. Um, I caught a glimpse of the news. And I'm sure you've seen the um, cathedral at Notre Dame going up in blaze. Did you see I, any pictures? I just want to go on record and say I think I have an alibi. <laughs> Well, that's, wait, wait. that's comforting, Look, Matt. <laughs> what's, what city is Notre Dame in? It's, what is it, in Paris? Is, is it is it South Bend? Oh, it's Paris, right? Oh, you're not talking about the, it's not the college? No. Okay, well, when you said Notre Dame, I just thought the college. I don't know. So the actual one in, in Paris? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't even read the story. I just saw Notre Dame on fire. I'm like, cool. I don't know anything about the school. <laughs> no, no. Like, so that's how much I know about it. No. So it's the actual cathedral. Yes. The actual cathedral. The Notre so Dame Cathedral. The hunchback lost his mind exactly. or what? Exactly. Quasimodo. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is I was just talking to this one. I seen it. And I was asking Liz and Sandy, my mother-in-law, if either of them had ever read Victor Hugo's, you know, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Not not the movie per se, although I think in the movie it did burn down as well. Um, but it, definitely in the book, um, it's burned and Quasimodo and Esmeralda are burned alive. Oh, wow. It's it, The book is like horribly gruesome <laughs> and I was telling Liz I was like I you know how weird is that you know I mean maybe maybe it burned down before and Victor Hugo was writing about you know something that prior you know happened prior to you know when he was alive like mm -hmm. a memory of the past and just writing about it and putting all the characters in at that moment but what a weird circumstance to have it actually burn of all things you know what i mean right. i mean the thing's like how old like 500 years old four or five hundred years um maybe i mean uh it's probably been there quite a while i mean i know it was there during the wasn't it there it was there during the rebel uh the french revolution wasn't it <clears throat> um yeah i'm not the guy to ask about that 
I didn't stutter. I didn't stutter. I didn't study French Revolutionary history or anything like that. I took um, one class on it. That was all I did. That's all you needed. <laughs> that's all I needed. And it was it was not a great class. I'll say that. You know. Was did they did they um teach in there that oh crap what is his name Bonaparte the third no oh, what was Bonaparte's nephew his bon uh what's his name had a nephew with the exact same name yeah. and apparently apparently he is the no wait wait I'm getting my stories confused don't even listen to me right now I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that's so completely wrong I don't even want to talk right now yeah I don't know anything about French history so I'm guessing it's it was around in 1130s the 1130s so like a thousand years old how could it be that old though is that is that is that true I don't know that's I mean, a long time yeah. And it just did they did they know how the fire started? I'm I'm like looking. I mean, because some sites are saying that they remodeled, but they're not really talking about built. Let's look that up. It's built in eight fifty six. Um, oh. Some are saying 1163 to 1345. Wow. So, so wait, how many years did it take? I'm I'm guessing it probably took like a long time to build. I'm not. And. <clears throat> and then the whole thing just burned down today. Yeah, in like one day. So, yeah, we had a laundromat down the street that burned down, but that's nothing like the Cathedral of Notre Dame. <laughs> I told Liz, kidding. hey, so a neighbor's house across the street from my house on Briarwood, okay, mm -hmm. um, burned. They, I was eyeballing it because it was in foreclosure, and I was watching mm -hmm. it, and I was even going to maybe buy it to flip it. Mm -hmm. And then I was at the last minute, I was like, I don't think I'll make enough profit if I do that. So I'm just going to bypass it. All right. Mm -hmm. So this other guy buys it. He spends all this winter from the time I, I moved out of my house. He spends all this time and money fixing it up all winter, moves his stuff in, and it burns the next day. What? Burned down to Why? the ground. I don't know. So I told Liz on the way back here from dinner, I was like, Yesterday, the house burned down. Today, <laughs> Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Paris Why? is on fire. Why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so for us, uh, the other day, the laundromat burned down. Today, Notre Dame burned down. <laughs> Why? Yeah, like, What's we, in the box? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, it, was, it was kind of funny, too, because like, we used to do our laundry there when mm -hmm. before we had a washer and dryer. And... Uh, um, we had a, a meeting in the morning and the roads were like blocked off and we were like, what the heck? And it's a one way. So they're like, you know, couldn't really, I had to like think about how to get to the building I wanted to go to because it was off the one way. And there's like a cop in the, in the parking lot and I pulled in there. He's like, oh no, no, this, you can't go this way. I'm like, oh, we just got a meeting here. And I'm like, uh, so what happened? He's like, uh, started on fire at three in the morning. I'm like. Was it intentional? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I don't know. They called me in on my day off. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but apparently what happened is like the night before, like the owner was like yelling at somebody about getting their clothes clothes out of the dryer or something. Yeah. So the dude came back and like set him on fire. <laughs> <laughs> wow and the whole building burned like this was just a cement block building with you know you know probably metal beams yeah and it wasn't like i don't even know how it burned because everything in the in the building is like metal in yeah. in cement but i mean it did hmm. i mean the building was like smoking dude the, the firemen were there for like 
day. Wow. Because every time I drive by when I was working, they were still like spraying water on it and it was smoking like all day. That's it was insane, crazy. dude. That's insane. Yeah. Well, you remember what my house looked like. Most It was brick yeah. outside, you know? Mm-hmm. And I guess the fire, they said, started in the kitchen. And I'm like, okay, is there enough for it to really get going like that? I mean, in those kind of kitchens? Right. Uh-huh. I guess. Maybe insulation behind yeah, the wall, maybe. Insulation, maybe. I mean, maybe on the two. I, I, I'm. I guess I'm just throwing things out, but the two by two by fours in the walls, or you know. Yeah, that's possible too. Does the drywall burn like that? Uh, I don't know about. I don't really know enough about drywall how it burns. Yeah. To be honest, I know a lot of the fires that I've done. A lot of the houses where we've done work. Yeah. It's a plaster a lot of times. Yeah. So, and yeah, they made houses differently way back in the day. Wow. So a lot of houses we, we I've done have I've done some with drywall, but but most of the houses I've ever worked on that um, remodeling or whatever, doing remediation for smoke and damage and stuff, yeah, have been have been um, older homes that are like plaster instead of drywall. That's crazy, man. Yeah. yeah, absolutely crazy. Like, I mean, I've seen fires go up. I've seen, especially like car fires. I've seen car fires, man. Like, and they can go up quick. You know? Really? Oh yeah, yeah. They go up really fast. But they don't blow up like in the movies. Do no, they? they don't. They don't. They don't blow up like in the movies. <laughs> they just probably spread fire well, really quick. I, I can't say that definitively, but I've seen a lot of car fires when I was doing, you know, tow truck. Mm-hmm. And I never seen one like blow up. I seen them go up in a big ball of flames, like you know, like a ball of fire. Poof. Just go like poof, yeah, yeah. Like it'll really catch on when it's at that point. And then I think what they're always worried about though is like the gas tank, because if the right. fire is going from the front to the back, then it hasn't. It might be in the fuel lines, and, you know, is it going to travel through the fuel lines and into the gas tank and then explode from there? But I've never seen an explosion like that. I've seen, like, it hit the gas tank, and then you got a giant flaming ball of fire, you mm-hmm. know? But I've never seen it go, like, kaboom, and blow everyone off their feet. Yeah. You know, and there's some guy wearing, like, you know, awesome glasses, and he's just, like, walking away from the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it, dude. Yeah, I know. Me neither. But no, I I, I think the thing with the Notre Dame is I think it's pretty crazy. Um at the same time I'm like like I told Liz, like, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna cry over it? I know that's insensitive and everything, but I mean I wish I could feel more for it, but it's a building to me. <laughs> It's just, right. It's just an old building, and I do feel bad because it's been around now for a, what a thousand years, over a thousand years, twelve hundred years, something like that. Yeah, that's a, yeah, it's a long time. That's a long time. So I'm and, not going mean, to deny that. For me to be to be honest, I'm not Catholic, so I don't really care if I'm being totally honest. Yeah. Well, I'm just talking about the the building itself. Well, yeah, that, right. But a lot of people who are Catholic, it might emotionally affect them in some level because yeah. they're they have they feel some kind of connection mm-hmm. because of their you know their religion or denomination or however you want to word that. But I don't. So <laughs> I wonder what happened with the. It'd be interesting to look up what happened during the French Revolution to Notre Dame. Because there was a large push against all religions during the French Revolution. Mm. Being that it's like right in Paris, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wonder how that affected. I'll have to go back. I kind of like slept through the French Revolution until we got to the cool parts and they started beheading people. And then I was like, mm-hmm. okay, now we're on cool stuff. Now it's getting interesting. Yeah. yeah, Robespierre is like off his mind and killing everything that crosses his path. Right. What a psychopath that guy was. <laughs> <laughs> I read a part in a book where they said that the streets had so much blood on them from the guillotine. Mm-hmm. Um, there was so much blood on the streets that it actually, like, the entire hue of all the streets was red. 
like around the guillotine. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I was gonna say because that's almost comparable to like Genghis Khan, where like yeah, where like he would go into a a state or a city or whatever. I don't know why I said state. That's dumb. Yeah, um, a city, and then like the rivers would run red with blood and black with ink from all the literature that you know yeah. they they throw into the rivers which is like that's insane yeah that's crazy like that's well, in a lot of <laughs> blood i mean that that was kind of commonplace <laughs> back then though like you imagine being just one of the scouts or one of the guys for that, like for those Genghis kinds Connor. of yeah, or any mm-hmm. one of those like you're just you're just literally you're not even like a number at that point you know <laughs> you're mm. just you're literally like less than a pawn at that point because you're the dude up in front that's going to take an arrow and be left there while everyone else runs over your body like <clears throat> now we like memorialize if someone is a fallen soldier we like we get them out of there we bring them back home or we do our best to and then we mm-hmm. memorialize them so their name is remembered for a long time as it should be. Okay. But back then, like in those times, did they do that? <laughs> I I don't think so. I think that's uh, a newer thing they do now for. Uh... Yeah, but I mean, that guy. Hey, that guy had a family. Yeah, he had a family that cared about him. <laughs> well, what what did Stalin say? Uh, one death is a tragedy. A million is a statistic, or something to that yeah, effect. Yeah. So, well, I mean, and I was just thinking of like, um, I was thinking about like when you said you know Genghis Khan or Genghis Khan. Um, I was thinking about all the the different battles that were you know the people trying to conquer the world and how many how many stupid deaths were there in all the you know i mean thousands and thousands of people rushing into battle and just to die and that was like Mm -hmm. commonplace back then someone pissed you off and stole the goat from your property and all of a sudden you're going to war and you're getting all your clansmen And you guys are going to war with, you know, um, Joe Blow down the street, and we're going to go and take our axes and hack at him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, interesting that that's just like, that was commonplace. You know, think about like the Persian invasion, too. Now, I mean, they said like there were so many mouths that they would literally drink the river dry. There were, there were like a million Persian soldiers. Wow. Well, I mean, that's what they say. They Most people believe there was actually like... I think they said like 100 to 500,000. But still, these are like large armies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you have that many people rushing off to warfare... Uh, oh, let's take let's take um you know what let's let's talk about Alexander the Great. Okay. Okay. Um, just for the same purpose, Alexander the Great. You want to talk about dudes with some kind of like psychopathic tendencies? <laughs> I, I I admire Alexander the Great because I, I used to really kind of like despise the guy. But then I got inside of his brain and I realized that this guy was really fit for warfare in so many different facets. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if we were to compare a general, um, how, how should we do this? What is a battle that, hmm. Oh, civil war. Okay. If you could do a comparison throughout history of two people that were like-minded, okay, I believe that Alexander the Great and um, Sherman from, um, what was his first name? I'm trying to draw two different eras and my brain is um, struggling. (coughs) I think I know who you're talking about, (coughs) but I can't think of his first name either. 
Hold on. Uh, William Tecumseh. Okay. okay. Sherman. If you were to compare two people, I really think that Alexander the Great and William Tecumseh Sherman are like like minded. I I, th- I really believe that because they were both riding the edge of insanity. Um, I'm sure that Alexander the Great. I mean, we don't know a hundred percent. How could we? But I really think that he struggled with depression from time to time. Okay, and when it came to warfare, both of these guys were like as cutthroat as you could in the sense that let's not make this a drawn out war let's just end it in the most fast quickest way we can so we can move on okay what i mean by that is um so what is what is sherman known for um i don't know uh is he is he the one that killed a bunch of native americans after the civil war He's the one that burned Atlanta, and then, and oh. then continued continued to burn everything from Atlanta all the way out to the ocean. Oh, okay. Everything, okay. <laughs> Let's just set fire to this place. But if you think about it, I mean, that it's that kind of mindset. Like we're not going to let our enemies have any kind of crops. We're not going to let their families have crops. We're not going to let anybody come behind that could take a carrot off the ground. That's not going to happen. So we're just going to burn everything to the ground. <laughs> right. That makes sense. I, I hate to say that, but this is warfare we're talking. Okay. Um, and in warfare, what is the best thing to do for your men? It's to end the war as fast as possible. So you take the least amount of, tr- of casualties. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, if you if you if you get to the end of the war and you have no no soldiers left, then can you really say you won? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, ending ending a war and having as many soldiers alive as possible is well, some kind of victory. Well, and then there's the flip side with Alexander the Great. Okay, so mm-hmm. Alexander the Great, um, one of uh, I think it was his first three um, battles. And for the life of me, I cannot remember what it was. Um, this is, what, five, six years ago I took these classes? I can't remember them. I don't read that stuff hardly ever anymore. But basically, he goes up to war and gives them a choice to surrender. They won't surrender. So he builds a bridge all the way there and goes on and literally slaughters everyone. Wow. Everyone. Every single living creature is dead. Okay. So the next place he goes to, I believe, is in Syria. And he gives them the same choice that he gave the one before. Everyone surrenders. Because they don't want to end up like the last one. Right. And then he goes to Egypt. And what does Egypt do? Egypt, surrender? No, they don't. They don't even surrender. They make him a god, a deity. Yeah. Interesting. Brilliant move from the Egyptians, right? Like the moment they see him, they're like, <laughs> "He's a he's a dem, you know, he's a deity, he's a god." Mm-hmm. They just pronounce it right away because you're, you know, your god's gonna have more mercy with you, I guess. You know. Yeah, I don't think the Egyptians were stupid people. No, no, brilliant, man. I mean, very brilliant. Um, their irrigation systems were amazing, you know. Not not to mention, I mean, they had so much stuff figured out about science and all kinds of stuff. Um, I wish I was... I, I really wanted to be an Egyptian historian, but by the time I got in, it just seemed like so far away and so much that you had to do that it just was outside of my realm. It wasn't something that was possible, you know. Not for being married and having kids. I mean, it just seemed so far outside of, uh, you know, my grasp. So I did the next best thing. I picked something where I had to stupidly... I still had to learn a stupid language that I I did enjoy, but, um, yeah. Then once I was done with the class, then I forgot the language. So awesome how that works. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I was good enough to write papers in that language. I just can't remember I how they went. I man. Yeah. I can say I admit I I'm Bikai man. That's about all I remember. I mean, I I, I just use Duolingo though. So what do I know? I taught is myself. Is that like, like is that like your version of like Spanglish with German? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what Dude, would that uh, What would that be? Janglish. Yeah, Janglish. <laughs> um, well, according to Duolingo, I'm like 28% fluent in German. So, I mean, maybe I know more than I think I know. Really? But I haven't used it in like over a year. So I'd have mm. to, you know, redo everything probably to make it like, you know, stick. Yeah. But that Duolingo app well, I'm pretty sure good. Your, I'm sure your pronunciations have to be fine tweaked. and. Oh, yeah. And then you got to get in. Are you going to go with a sh? Or a oh yeah, gotcha. Because what is it? Well, the north probably... is the the north is the sh. Or I, I I don't know. I always get them confused. Either the north is a sh, or the south is that, and then the other one is like the hard, throaty, you know, phlegm, right there. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My last name is. <laughs> I really like German though. When I Me was too. learning it, it um it was I had a couple conversations with people when I was driving the tow truck while I was in school for it and it came in really handy. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, they nice. sent me on these calls specifically because they knew I was in German class. Oh wow. And I'm like looking at them like this isn't how this goes. You know. <laughs> Just because I'm taking a German class doesn't mean that I'm fluent. You understand right. that, right? Like, and like, they're like, I'm taking a class. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking a class at the community college. <laughs> <laughs> this does not make me an expert. <laughs> right. No, I mean, dude, even by the time you get through level three and you're writing, you know, papers in German, it, you're still not fluent because when someone speaks it to you, you just zone out and your brain mm. just shuts down. You're like, what? What was, what? What? Slow, slow, you know? Probably because you're still thinking in English, kind of? Yeah. Or partially? Yeah. Yeah, you're still thinking in English. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, dude. What else do we got to talk about, bro? Bro? <clears throat> How about music? We can just shoot music. <laughs> we talk about music all the time. Yeah, we we, we talk about this one subgenre of music that like so <laughs> Nobody... many people probably don't even listen to, like Christian what? aggressive metal. Who doesn't listen to that? <laughs> Come on, she's OPs, dude. We, all I know is I like it. You know how I like to think about it is you know in the world of financial prosperity. The 1% are the richest people, right? Something like that, yeah. Well, you and I are in like the 0.008% of music mm -hmm. of this genre. So we are the wealthiest. All the other people. <laughs> They're like, what are they talking about? I don't even know what this means. <laughs> all the other people that don't listen to our music, you're all just poor. I'm sorry. You're, just... <laughs> You're the Paul class. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, speaking of uh, music, did you see that post I, I I linked you in that YouTube link yesterday with uh, uh, Death Therapy? Oh, I haven't watched it. I oh, no. It was from the movie. Your brother called me and he told me about it yesterday when I was working. Yeah. And it's it's uh, from What About Bob? And he's like, what are we doing? He's like, death therapy, Bob. We're doing death therapy. I'm like, yes, I got to post that up. Oh, is that, up? <laughs> is that on there? Yeah. That's what you sent me? Yeah, that's what it was. So you'll have hold to on. watch that. It's hold pretty on. funny. Hold on. Let me see. Where is it? It was a tag on Facebook, so. Okay, this is the one with Jason playing. I watched that one. Yeah, that wasn't that one. Let's see if it was see after me. this. Nope, that's him playing. Mm. 
Oh, here it is. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> all right i'll finish it later that's great it's pretty long <laughs> yeah it's funny death therapy <clears throat> yeah your brother said he was watching that movie yesterday and he called me he's like they said death therapy in the movie i'm like all right dude i'll look it up on youtube and then i like put that up on there and tagged you and him and jason uh wisdom in it that's awesome dude yeah i should put that clip in here <laughs> <laughs> death therapy bob it's death therapy bob <laughs> when the chips are down uh, we get bang, back bang, up again bang, bang. no i was thinking of a different song oh i was thinking uh king 810 you know those guys no, no. no. <laughs> they're from flint, flint michigan Dude. they're like well, here we go, King? talking about band members again. <laughs> yeah. Well, these guys are like gangster metal, though. They're like, talk about like shooting and killing people. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. It's like jacked up. It's it's kind of like interesting because like you can tell like they're like pretty legit. I mean, if you just look up the dude's name, David Gunn, I don't know if it's two ends or one ends. But the singer's name is David Gunn, and he's got a record. So, but yeah, his his lyrics are like all about like getting each other's back when you're going to war with the other side, and what the like heck? struggling on the streets as a child of you know in in the city of Flint, Michigan, and of course when the whole water thing came out, they did a song about that as well. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're an interesting band. Interesting. Yeah, they're you know, called I, King 810. I wonder what happened to these five down. Um, I feel like I looked into it not too long ago, and I can't remember. They're from Michigan, too, weren't they're they? They're from Flint, yeah. Was it Flint? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, they, they those guys are pretty good. I like them. Our first record. You didn't like the second I one? I don't remember. That's uh, I just don't remember. Let me see. I'm looking it up right now. Um, albums. Uh, it's not listing their albums here. Uh, let's go back. Go back. Okay. Oh, in the name of Jesus, I got you out. <laughs> <laughs> Down to the pits of hell. <laughs> yeah, they were good. I liked them. So I'm wondering, like, where did they go? Like, what happened? I don't know. Probably had to get jobs like the rest of us did. <laughs> yeah. They're working for FedEx now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even think our audience even knows that you and I are in a band. And... And the music, the intro music from I think uh, episode thirteen or fourteen was our song, dude. You know it sounded great in my headphones, and then when it got, um, when I bounced it down, like mm -hmm. it just took all of it out. Like really? Yeah, it did not. Like I listened to it again, and it was like, Mrah. so I, I, I wish I we could so. go back and re-record that. Oh yes, I would do it so much better and yeah. differently. Yeah, and I the, would the music would was like, great. It's just the recording yeah. for what, especially for what me, you, Jason paid for it was yeah. horrible. Oh you know? yeah, it was it was the worst record. It was a kind of a lesson learned though. Yeah, you know, you got to watch well, out. Like if you're out there and you're young. And you're thinking about going to a recording artist because everyone's saying, like, this is the place to go. Hear a demo. 
And it better be a demo of the exact same style that you're doing. If you hear a demo and it sounds like country, and you're going in for like metal, go somewhere else. <laughs> you better hear yeah. a demo of metal that sounds like your style or or at least the same heaviness because if it doesn't and it sounds like Britney Spears or Miley Cyrus um you you're going to have trouble. You're going to pay a lot of money and it's going to sound like it's going to sound like booty when you get done. Yeah. Metal um producers they I I think all producers when they know their style they I think they're good within a certain style, but if they try to stretch out, then they tend to suck really bad. Yeah. It's like it's like a gift. So if you're in metal, you know what metal is. That's what you live and breathe, and that's your baby, you know? Um, but likewise, imagine like a metal uh, producer going over and doing like gospel. Yeah, probably wouldn't have the same quality <laughs> as someone who does gospel all the time yeah i mean all the instruments might be mic'd properly but the tone is going to be different you know it's not going to carry the same tone and likewise you know someone for you know kurt franklin doing living sacrifice music is it's just not gonna it's not gonna yeah. work <laughs> yep yeah <clears throat> um There's a really good um, YouTube channel called Spectre Sound Studios. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. No. And um, the dude, is he's like from Toronto, and all he does is metal. Um, he produces metal albums. And, like, I've gotten a lot of really good tips from him. So if anybody listening, that you know, if, they, if you're interested in producing music or recording or whatever, check out his channel. Because he's got, he's got a lot of really good tips on, in, like, techniques and stuff like that. Yeah. On recording um, good quality stuff. He does a lot of stuff for people who have home, home studios as well. Yeah. So he not only, you know, will teach you, like, you know, basic stuff that you would use in any studio but um he also does stuff for people who have home studios as well so yeah check out that guy's channel he's pretty cool he swears a lot so if you're offended by that um you know just just know that um there's f-bombs on there know what you're but, getting yourself into yeah yeah just so people know that i mean it doesn't really bother me but i yeah. just let people know <clears throat> you know i was gonna um a guy at church actually gave me a keyboard to work on some piano music and mm -hmm. he said it's it's a nice one it's uh i think it's a yamaha um let me see yeah it's a yamaha um yamaha it's it's he said it was pretty expensive but he said it's um like if i plug it into my pc here um it already comes with software so mm -hmm. it'll connect with all my other software that I run right now and I can just record it. Nice. So, and I bought the adapter and the cords. So, I was going to try that and then uh try working with the try working with like either that and the mic and then trying to just do some stupid stuff on there just for fun, just to see what I could come up with. And then throwing <laughs> like throw <laughs> I'll do like a like an opus like <laughs> with my my guitar. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and everything, dude, everything will be recorded off the Blue Yeti and a keyboard. You could. I mean, you really could um, use that, that microphone to record, like, almost everything. How would you do, like, the guitars, though? You'd have to turn the volume, like, super far down on the microphone, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd, that's where you'd have to be a little a little bit more careful is when you're doing it with the guitar. Yeah. The, the You know, miking the cab. But um, you could do almost everything else i mean i know you can blanket I can, it i know i know that's a trick yeah. you can do you can blanket it over um right so it's just picking up like straight but you would still have to turn the mic like way down you know yeah and i wonder if i could yeah. go through like my eq and play around with like different i mean but now you're talking like a whole lot of time just to find like the right setting to pick up the distortion 
Dude, if you want to record, if you want to record music at home, with, um, I'll just I can just ship you my SM57 to borrow. Well, yeah, but then I gotta get like everything else and. Well, yeah, that's true. No, <laughs> no I, that's why I was saying just do it with the Yeti because I already have it, and then I can yeah. send it as a promo to Yeti to <laughs> be like sponsor me. Look at this awesome badass song I did with just your microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I recorded everything on this microphone. Everything, even the vocals, the guitars, everything was recorded off of my Yeti. Look oh yeah, so like last last week I was uh one of the restaurants we pick up from my the company I work for um is a sushi and teppanyaki. I don't yeah. know if I said that right. Um restaurant. <clears throat> and so one of the girls was like I could tell she was a gamer because she had a Twitch hoodie on. Yeah. And she in like another time I was there, she said something about gaming. So I was like I'm like, well, people don't just wear Twitch t or not t shirts, but hoodies. I'm like She's a starlight so streamer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means, but so I was like, yeah, give me your handle or whatever. Check out your channel or whatever. And so like she cuz she had said she was going to go home that night and and like, you know, stream or whatever. Yeah. So like I went on and I was like uh I was like so what kind of mic are you using? Just guess. Blue Yeti. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's a good mic. Well, too. <laughs> to be fair, that's what I bought mine for was to start streaming, mm-hmm. um, which I really should get back into streaming. Um, I just, I don't have time, and then sometimes I just am not motivated to play with others. I guess, right? Like, I don't want to play with others. <laughs> I don't play well with others. I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, I pl- get you. I, I just, I don't know. Sometimes I just want to be alone. I want quiet time. Yeah, you gotta. And if I'm playing yeah. like, if I'm playing like Battlefield, Liz knows. I just want to get on and I want to murder a bunch of people, mm-hmm. and then I want to get off. You know, so that's it. That's my time. I get on, murder a bunch of people, and then I'm done. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I see. I feel you. Probably- is that what life is all about? <laughs> Well, it's either I do it in a game or I do it in real life. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. (laughs) That is awesome. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so funny, dude. That's so wrong. Allegedly, allegedly, uh, yeah, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> it's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's actually what you're supposed to say. Is yeah. it's just my opinion. It's just my opinion. <laughs> That's funny. It's funny how like censored everything has become. You know, mm-hmm. so like politically correct that that has to be your byline. Everything you say. Yeah. You know what I mean. It's just yeah, my it's really opinion. It's just my opinion. Like, what? You know? What? I can't even say that because I might get kicked off of everything. Yeah. Just get kicked off. Line. Who cares? Yeah. That's, what, that's where I've gotten to the point. I mean, just kick me off then. Well, I'm really waiting for the day when, you know, a corporation comes online and they're like, you know what? We're starting this just to say screw you in the face of all these others. Unfortunately, with as big as like Google and Twitter and Facebook are, I doubt that will ever happen. Or if I a think... company does start like that, they'll one of those companies will try to buy them out. Yeah. And I mean, and if you start a company, I mean, uh, goal is to make money one day. Yeah. So when when Facebook offers you twenty million dollars, you know, how do you say no to that? I mean, not right. million, billion, billion, not million. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, in my opinion, I think Facebook is... I think it eventually will burn itself out. I agree. Um, I think its popularity is rather minimal or limited right now. Um, I'm sure there's some fanatics that are all over it. I, It's just me and a lot of people that I know feel the same way. We're just, like, not enthused. If I want to talk to a friend 
Facebook was supposed to unify friends and bring people to closer together. But in all realism, they have divided and they have separated society all around yeah. the planet. Like all around the entire planet. Right. How did they do that? You know? Well, it's simple. People used to, they used to call people to talk to them. Now they send them yeah. IMs. Or they send them messages on their wall. You know? Yeah, I mean, I stopped using Facebook for years. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. I'm all, I mean, I, I really don't use it a ton now, but I use it more now than I did before. Well, but and you got I a mean, purpose I behind it, though. You got a purpose. Yeah. I mean, we're just talking about, right. like, you know, everyday Joe Blow, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I, I had even deleted my account, and then I had a couple of friends who were like, you know, live far away, and yeah. they were just like, come on, just get, get you know, open up another account so we can just communicate once in a while. I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah. And then, and then I would go on Facebook, but I wouldn't post anything, and maybe I would repost something if I thought it was interesting, but that was it. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's kind of where I lie. Like... I have an account. I kind of hate that I have to have an account. <clears throat> but I the only thing I do on there is post pictures so friends and family can see the baby grown up and the girls grown up. That's it. Right. I'm not going to go on and show you a picture of my breakfast. Show you that I had pancakes and coffee or something stupid like that. You know? Or... Yeah. Although I would, you know, it's totally within my reason to take a picture of a turd. Yeah. I'm not sure if they would allow that on Facebook, but I would totally take a picture <laughs> of a turd and post well, it's it. one way to find out. <laughs> well, you know, I did just have a big dinner, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did that to each other before, didn't we? I don't know. I thought there was a period where I, I you, me, you and had. Jason were sending, we were all I sending each other. I think it was more you and Jason than me. <laughs> That's not really my thing. Where is Jason? We need Jason on this thing. Where is uh, he at? I, I don't Sweden? No, I know that, but I mean, like, where is he? <laughs> <laughs> That's where he's I mean, been? I'll, I'll text him right now and see if he wants to get on with us. Yeah, it's only, not, like, four in the morning or three in the morning there. Wait, oh, wait, they're ahead of us. Wait, yeah, are they six behind hours. us? Ahead, ahead six hours. Oh, yeah, so no, yeah. It's... So it'll be, like, four in the morning there almost. Yeah. 3.42 <laughs> in the morning. Jason, by chance, you up early today? Yeah, Jason, you got to get up. If you hear this, Jason, I am calling for you because we haven't talked in a very long time. And yeah, you gotta get on on the horn with us here and we can do it i know so all right well we're gonna end this episode right here um next week we're actually gonna put together some interesting new topics um we've got a couple things we've kind of enjoyed just free you know freestyle freestyle um i've enjoyed freestyle um how do you feel matt i like it yeah, I like freestyle. It's a little I mean, less. Uh, um, it's a little uh, less it's, stressful. It's just something that we can yeah. do. You know, one thing we. You know, I think next week I'm gonna try to bring in Robbie. All right, Robbie. Robbie, if you're listening to this, which I know occasionally you do, um, you better work out a babysitter. All right, so you can get your butt over here and do this. Because I think it would be fun. I think it'd be different too. It'd be something, um, it would definitely be in a different capacity than this right here. Um, because let's, let's face it, I, I have a million stories that I could tell, but they somewhat need context to dive into them. But it is fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's fun for me to talk about this stuff, like the, the Coke and, you know, even music. Me and Matt, we're just, that's, that's how we became friends. So, that's one thing that we will always love together, which is like metal and music. Um, I should, you know, I should throw in there, not just metal because you are a very diverse music person and I am as well, you know? Um, yeah. We both listen to classical music. Uh, yeah. 
but not 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 as much. Yeah, I I think, and I think even our classical music that we listen to is different from one another's. Um, who would you say was your favorite classical composer? I, I like uh, Vivaldi a lot. Okay. And um, I also like uh, more contemporary modern stuff, like um, soundtracks from movies. So, like Danny Elfman. Um, uh, John Williams and Hans uh, Zimmerman are, and um, oh shoot what's the other dude's name oh, I can't think of his name starts with it doesn't matter anyways those are like you know stuff that I really really enjoy see I am definitely a um, I'm definitely a guy from the romantic period so um, Chopin um, Chopin <laughs> Chopin <laughs> Chopin uh, Franz Litz, um, uh, Schubert, uh, I'm trying to think of others. Um, Paganini. Some, some Mozart is okay, some Bach, but it's kind of like... Mm, I'm not, uh, I'm not big in those. I mean, the, I listen to them like and I'm like, basic. Yeah, meh. Yeah. I, I, that's why I like the Romantic period, because the Romantic period to me seemed like they were always trying to outdo one another. Like... You know, how fast can I play this part? Right. You know what I mean? Like, how many notes can I fit into this bar right here? Right. And then the next guy would come out with something, and you're like, okay, he's definitely competing. Like, Franz Litz and uh, Chopin. <laughs> is it is Franz Litz is that the piano player that yes. you show me? Yes. Yeah, okay. I, I love Franz. I can never Litz. remember his name, but I know who you're talking. About. And Chopin, I, they were like best friends, and oh. so they were, but they were they played <clears throat> two different styles. But you can see Franz Litz is like he's trying to be this like romanticist, where Chopin actually was like everything he wrote was like this pretty music, where Franz Litz was like, no, I'm gonna be like. At some points, I'm going to be, like, quiet and soft, and then I'm going to, like, just take my fists and slam on the, on the piano. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's, you know, and then um, Schubert, like, is one of the darkest composers. I mean, like, so he has this opera where it's, like, the most demented, twisted, dark thing I've ever heard, but it's it's, like, fun to listen to, as crazy as that sounds. That's so. cool. Yeah, I, I um So we're well versed. And then, you know, I still like some gospel music. You know, I really do. I can listen to it. I'm like, yeah, jam out. And then Matt obviously likes like eighties rap. <laughs> <laughs> no, not particularly. Don't lie, man. Eighties rap. Lie. Just take it. <clears throat> That's funny. Matt does like a lot of reggae though. Uh, I do like some hip hop, but I'm kind of picky about it. Yeah. Remember, remember uh, Element Zero. Yeah, yeah, I liked him. Yeah, he was he was good. Yeah. He was a local rapper in the Detroit area. Yeah. What about <clears throat> what about what I said though? Like reggae. Yeah, I like reggae. I love it. I mean, I got to be in the mood for it, but yeah, <clears throat> it's good. I it makes do me feel not happy. like. I, Liz is gonna kill me for saying this. I really don't like country though. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Although I found in my later years that I'd rather listen to some random country song than a really bad rock song on the radio, which yes. nowadays there's a lot of that. And I so. will say this. There are some country songs where it's like telling a sto like a really nice story. Yeah. And I like listening to that. I was watching a stand-up comedian. I wasn't watching. I was listening on, on uh, XM Radio when we were in Massachusetts. Our, our rental car had it. I was listening to this dude do a stand-up bit about uh, about that, about like country music and the guy telling a story. And it was – I don't even want to try to like do the bit because I would butcher it, but it was hilarious. And he would like sing – he would like sing the verses – and and then by the end of the you know the bit like you're like almost in tears because yeah. that's what the song was about yeah it's pretty funny so but yeah no I I get it like I think country music is I I understand why people like it I just don't really care for it as much I think it's the pop country stuff where it's like poppy and like it's not really country that's the stuff that I hate 
you know, when yeah. it's like I, I couldn't tell you the difference. It's like, you know, like I don't, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's just like poppy. <clears throat> and I'm like, it's not telling any story. It's like talking just they're just throwing terms out there from like the country. From like, so people will know, like, hey, rolling I grew up on in hay. yeah, rolling on hay, and I got my tractor, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> they're just like they're you literally using like like phrase words that are like people know exactly. That's how I feel, and then they're putting it to like this country pop beat, you know, and so it draws like a different crowd, and I'm like, okay, but if it's like country music where it actually tells like a story. <clears throat> And I can follow along with the story, mm-hmm. then I get it. It can be like the saddest song in the world, but if it tells a good story, then I'm into it. I can listen to that. You right. know, I'm totally yeah. down with that. You know, have you heard any of that? I don't know the artist's name, but there's like this artist who's like country rap. Yes. It's yes. it's kind of funny. One of my coworkers was listening to it one day, and I was, I was like, dude, I don't even know what to say about this. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Well, wow. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up. And uh, on that sad note, we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up, <laughs> y'all. Hold <clears throat> on to your cowboy boots and hold on to your britches. All right. Well, we will. Uh, I guess we will see you on the next episode. Matt, you got any final words? Yes, we should talk about guitars next time. Guitars. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Because I like talking about guitar well, stuff you talk about guitars i'll talk about drums how about that okay that's fine we can do that um right. and because uh, i have a couple of stories i want to i want to bring up about when we were in our band okay. and like some of the guitars i went through and stuff like that and because we were always you remember I, I was always like looking for my sound or whatever still yeah. haven't found it by the way <laughs> I'm, I'm getting close i'm getting close <laughs> but well and I, you know, likewise, I can tell some stories of being on the road and stuff like that. Yeah. All right. And I can try. Um, I'm a part of this group on Facebook that uh, is all about baritone guitars and stuff like that. So yeah. and tuning low. So I might be able to get someone on from that that uh, that group. And if they want, if anybody wants. Okay. So that'd be cool. <clears throat> Well, Other than that, oh, I think we're good. Also, uh, well, one last thing for me, like I'm not gonna real, I'm not gonna release the name, but the next special guest, um, when is that coming up? Um, uh, which one? We have a couple actually. The one that's industrially speaking, or <laughs> the other one? The other one, well, June. Okay, June. Okay. June. That's yeah. right. That's right. You sent me the text and the industrial speaking one. Um, we just have to set up a, a date where all three of us can be on at the same time. Okay. He was he was sorry, he was ready to go anytime. Okay. Cool. So, right. uh, maybe next week we'll do that. Um, Monday or something. Oh, yeah, let, let me, me let me yeah. get my schedule and see yeah, when I was going to say let's first. get our schedules together and we'll <clears throat> we'll knock our heads together and figure out when we can do it. All right. Sounds good. And then we'll play before that guest comes on. We'll play guest to guest. Yes, guest to guest. <laughs> All right, All right, man. All right. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of the Campfire Conversationalist podcast. You're uh, welcome. We, we ap- <laughs> thank you, Matt. <laughs> we we appreciate you listening. And if you like this, make sure to you know subscribe, favorite, like. Um, hit the pointy finger that looks like he's, you know, waving no. Um, do all the fun stuff. And you can also leave a message. Matt, how do you leave a message again? I'll go on the Anchor app. Download Anchor. Uh, anchor.fm. If you're, you know, that should be the quickest way to find it. If you can't find it in your either whatever, Google Play or Apple. And then you set up an account and then... You look for the Campfire Conversationalist podcast, and then um, there'll be a way in there that you can leave like kind of like a voice message, and then um, I'll receive a message, and then I'll respond back. Okay. All right. Um, I think that is about it. So, so hang in there from us at the podcast, and we will catch you on the next episode.
That's right. Uh, I'm Dreadmat, and we're out. <laughs>